You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings, as always. Appreciate you downloading, rating, subscribing. Five stars, or even more so, appreciated. Uh, before we <laughs> dig into all the quarterback news of the day, Mark, both in and out of San Francisco, how you doing? I'm doing well, Evan. Had a good weekend. Uh, gearing up for uh, March Madness. Really getting into basketball mode right now, but always uh, you know, excited to talk some football with you. How are you doing? I'm good because of, I can officially gamble. Look, this is the only month that I allow myself <laughs> to dive deep into the degenerate hole that Mark Grandy finds himself in just about, it seems, every single day. But since I don't have, number one, a ton of bread to break, uh, number two, an addictive personality, I give myself the 30 <laughs> days, 31 days in March to absolutely unleash hell upon my bank account. So I'm doing well, man. I'm ready to roll. Have you placed any bets yet? Or are you waiting for the actual NCAA tournament to start? Well, I usually in conference championship week, not to get too deep into the weeds, but I'll pick a team and then just simply (laughs) ride them throughout the tournament. Mm. So uh, when it comes to the West Coast Conference tournament, which has already been underway, uh, St. Mary's gets underway this Well, actually tonight, so they're taking on BYU. I will take them to cover the points. I will also take Gonzaga to cover. And then I kind of got a bit of a toss-up when it comes to the money line for the actual championship game. But then my team around the rest of the country, honestly, I've been been only watching like a bunch of Big 12 basketball. Uh, Texas is the team that I like. Okay. Six upperclassmen, Mark. A lot of experience. So handing out some free winners here. That's what we're doing. We'll try our best. We'll check back next episode, see if you got these right. Uh, fingers crossed for you. What about you, Mark? But before we get into football, I am curious what uh, kind of tickles your goose when it comes to the gambling lines. Um, what's been fun recently is a lot of the smaller conference tournaments are going on now. They were, you know, started last week through the weekend and are and are on now. You mentioned the West Coast Conference. It's similar for like the Big South, the Colonial, a lot of other conferences. So it's been fun just finding the team that has like the one stud in that conference, like the one guy who who maybe gets an, an undrafted call, you know, to the NBA, but who's just miles better than everyone else in that conference and just ride him and, and thereby ride his team. Uh, and that, that's been fun. Uh, I am also uh, I'm also with you on uh, St. Mary's tonight. We're recording this on Monday. People listening on Tuesday, maybe. Uh, you found out that we made a bad call, but uh, I'm with you. I'm with you for St. Mary's against BYU. So we'll see how it all goes. We shall see. Well, there was another, I don't want to say a small school program, but of course the quarterback for the 49ers this past year, Brock Purdy, Mm. not exactly a mid-major, but kind of an underdog, which of course March is something that I would like to say prop ups, uh, props up all underdogs uh, for the most part, but good news about The underdog in San Francisco, Brock Purdy, he is set to have his UCL surgery on Friday, of course, assuming it is not going to be the reconstructive surgery. It is going to be the repair and the timetable at this point, Mark, with Friday, as reported by Matt Barrows, taking about six months. That would put Brock Purdy's return date, assuming everything goes well, on September 10th, 
which happens to be the first Sunday of the 2023 NFL season. So I know we've dug into this ad nauseum, but the fact that we finally have a date, does it at all, I guess, change the way you've been feeling over the last couple of weeks as we've tossed around potential surgery dates? Um, no, it doesn't really change much for me. It's obviously it's good news or at the very least, it's not bad news that they are confident enough that the swelling has gone down enough that they are ready to perform surgery. The big thing and, and the elephant in the room during this entire process, Evan, and you mentioned, we've talked about this a lot. It is once they do actually start the procedure and they, you know, dig into Purdy's elbow to, to find that torn UCL it is whether or not they determine if the UCL is otherwise healthy enough to support a repair instead of a full reconstruction. Again, we want to be super clear here. The expectation is the repair is what is needed, and that's it. And that would be the three-month timeline until Purdy can throw and the six-month generally timeline to where he's fully cleared and ready for football. And as you said, that would lead you literally right up into the day, most likely, of the 49ers' first regular season game. Now, you know, everyone recovers differently, and, and it could be before, it could be after, who knows. But if that's what they determine on Friday, then this slight delay, not really that big of a deal. Maybe it costs Purdy a game. Maybe it costs him two games if you're generally on the unlucky side. But still, Evan, the elephant in the room is what if they get into the elbow and they figure out that he needs total reconstruction, a.k.a. Tommy John. That's where this thing is, gets bad. If he misses a game or two, obviously it's it's not the best thing in the world, but you can survive it. It's it's not the end of the world. But if he needs Tommy John, which is the full reconstruction, which would happen if, you know, Dr. Keith Meister and, and company determines that his uh, UCL, aside from the tear, isn't healthy enough to be stitched back together. If he needs to take, uh, you know, something from a cadaver and, and give him an entirely new ligament, that's where this would cost him probably the whole 2023 season. And that's where the Niners run into issues. If this whole delay still results in a repair and only costs him a game or two at the worst, Evan, it's not that big of a deal. So really, I'm still in the mindset of just wait and see. You know, pray for good news on Friday coming out of Texas when, where Purdy is getting his surgery. If it is bad news, be prepared to not have Purdy all season. But if it's good news, there's a very real chance he misses minimal time, if any. Yeah, and I, I feel like at this point, if the surgery goes well, not that he is the day one starter, but kind of the starter in waiting. And yeah. that, of course, depends on how Trey Lance performs. It's just difficult for me. And I, I would love for Trey Lance to get a shot, but it is difficult for me, assuming that this surgery goes well, to see him doing enough to usurp Purdy unless Purdy comes back and his, you know, his arm doesn't look right. He's not the same quarterback. It's going to take him more time um, just because now that we have an official date of when he will be at the end of his timeline after the ramp up period beyond not being able to throw for three months, I do feel like there is a little more uh, hope for Brock supporters at the end of the tunnel that 
He's just going to be ready to be kind of more, more plug and play, not week one, maybe not even week two, but that Kyle Shanahan will develop a, a program for him to get him right so that he is ready to be the starter as soon as possible. Trey Lance fills in in the meantime. Hopefully the Niners can weather the storm, pick up a win, two, perhaps even three wins. But I'm with you that if there is a bigger issue at hand, that a reconstruction is the route, then we got a whole lot to talk about right now. Because whether or not you believe in Trey Lance, the 49ers quarterback room is barren without Brock Purdy. And so if you believe that Trey Lance is the guy, that's great. But what we've seen over the past few years is that you do you damn sure need a backup quarterback. You need a second guy that you can depend on and at least be all right with trotting out there along with the rest of this magnificent roster to help you win games. So assuming everything goes well, to me it's Brock Purdy starting quarterback in waiting. If not, then the Niners are going to have to make a, a kind of I don't want to say splash moving free agency for a quarterback, but they're going to need to find a guy that they can depend on. And as we've seen over the last few hours, Mark, a few of those guys are already off the table. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. That's where timing comes in here. We talked a little bit last week about Tom Brady, and I know I asked you the question, at what point does Kyle Shanahan, you know, in a world in which he wants Tom Brady, which I think is the, the world that we're currently living in, I, I think he'd be fine with one year of Tom Brady. Uh, at what point does Kyle Shanahan say, okay, I'm sorry, Tom, like we need an answer now. If not, we have to move on. There's a very real timing element of this as well. Let's assume, again, it would be terribly unfortunate. And it does not seem likely. Let's assume that Purdy needs the full Tommy John reconstruction and is out at the very least for the vast majority of the 2023 season. It would be likely the entire season. They need that answer soon, which is why the fact that the surgery is scheduled for Friday is good news. Because on Monday of next week, the 13th of March, that's when teams are allowed by the NFL to start contacting free agents and negotiating. Nothing can become official until the 15th of March, Wednesday of next week. But there's a two-day period where before you can actually put pen to paper and make contracts official, you can verbally agree to deals with players. Again, that begins March 13th. As you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, that's less than a week away. So the 49ers very much needed an answer, Evan, before that. And they're going to get one on Friday, it seems like. Whether it's good news or whether it's bad news, in this hypothetical doesn't really matter because an answer is better than no answer. At the very least, you know then what you need to do. And if Purdy is to miss the whole season, okay, then, you know, we've got to go figure something else out with your quarterback position. Maybe Kyle Shanahan is willing to hand the reins to Trey Lance again and hope and in hopes that things go well. But even if that is the decision, Evan, that's your only other quarterback on the roster. So to your point, even if you're not going out and getting someone who you expect to be the starter, you still need to find at least a semi-capable backup for Trey Lance. And the likelihood is that this conversation is all moot because it, it seems likely that Purdy will not need to miss the whole season. But that's where the timing matters, Evan, because we're fast approaching the start of a free agency. And if, if this were to get delayed even further and the decision gets pushed down the road even further, the Niners not might not be ready to, to figure out what they need until all other decent options have already been taken off the board. Yeah, it seems like if Kyle Shanahan is at the blackjack table, he may not, he may not have eights that he can split. 
but he's got sixes. It's not ideal, sure. but he's in a situation where if that surgery goes well, then he knows that he's going to have his Brock Purdy and his Trey Lance. He's got his two sixes, and he's got to figure the rest out. If Brock Purdy is not there, then he needs to go out and find another six. And right now, Kyle Shanahan is maybe more so than any other head coach in the NFL aware that the hand you're dealt isn't always the one that you finish the season with. And so right now, there are sure a few quarterbacks out there. The biggest ones, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, are moving on to, well, Geno Smith is in the same destination. Derek <laughs> Carr is moving on to New Orleans. But Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get paid based on what we've seen those previous two guys get. That's going to be out of the 49ers price range to me. And I know Rich Eisen was kind of turning heads from the NFL combine saying that he had heard that Tom Brady had you know, perhaps reached out to a couple of destinations. Miami was one. The other, of course, was San Francisco. And then I think that's when a lot of the other quarterback rumors just started flying in from last year. The biggest one was, of course, that Philip Rivers had reached out <laughs> to the 49ers at the tail end of 2022. I can't necessarily blame him. Uh, trying to hop on that bag and would have, bandwagon would have been one that I, I would try and take advantage of. But the 49ers are in a situation where their quarterbacks are, in my opinion, for now, in a good position. On Friday, we find out if that changes and that is, of course, the news that everyone is going to be waiting for. Yeah, I mean, if you're on Twitter, you follow along on Twitter, just get all your, your Twitter notifications turned on for all your NFL news breakers for Friday morning and throughout the entire day Friday. Because good news or bad news, there will be news coming down the wire. Uh, so, so just be ready for that. Uh, again, the expectation is it's just going to be a repair and he'll miss you know, the three months until he throws, six months until he's cleared. Uh, but there is still that slight chance that it could be very bad news. So, uh, you know, get your antenna up Thursday or pardon me on Friday, because good or bad, there will be news and, and we'll certainly be ready for it. Yes, we will.